0: Welcome back to the big broadcast, coast-to-coast, and border to boiler on the Starcom Radio Network, 20-plus AM, FM stations across the country and around the world. Also, our good friends on TuneIn, Radio Loyalty, and iHeartRadio. For a complete list of uh, radio stations that carry our program, check out JiggyJagwire.com. That's JiggyJagwire.com. We've got a... Fantastic, fantastic segment coming up here in just a few moments, but let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners. Check out OneHourTrade.com. That's the number OneHourTrade.com slash J-I-G-G. If you're currently trading stocks or planning on getting into it, you have to pick up this new book, The One Hour Trade. It details a proven successful strategy to get you into stocks poised for huge gains. I'm talking like 100, 200, 300% gains in a few hours. And these aren't penny stocks. These are major stocks. And right now, if you go to the number one, com slash J-I-G-G, that link is going to take you to Amazon with a $3.99 price. That's insane. So for less than a price of beer, you're taught a five-star reviewed winning trading strategy to get you into huge gains. Again, that's wwwonehourtradecom slash jig for a three ninety-nine dollars price. Check it out today, www.the number one, ourtrade.com slash jig. We're going to spell it for you, www.the number one, H-O-U-R. T-R-A-D-E dot com slash J-I-G-G and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Let's get into it right now with our next guest. Uh, fabulous,
1: fabulous regular contributor. We're going to be talking to today, Mr. Chuck Morris is on the line, and um, Chuck, there is a lot going on um, this week in the world. First of all, let's uh, let, let, let's talk about what happened yesterday. Give me your thoughts on this uh, terrorist attack over there in Paris, my friend. Tell me all about it. Thank you, James.
2: Obviously, uh, we see what happens when someone violates Sharia law, don't we? You know, we think that Sharia law is something that uh, is consonant with um, religious law in a Christian or a Jewish concept or or in a civil concept, but uh, what we see now is a demonstration of what happens when someone violates specifically Sharia law. Uh, In this case, obviously, um, you know, it is illegal to in any way insult or slander Islam, and when one does, the death penalty is meted out. I hope this is a wake-up call in Europe. I hope it's a wake-up call in America. How many more times does this have to happen before people come to realize uh, the nature of the enemy that we're up against?
1: We've got uh, the fabulous, fabulous Chuck Morris with us today. You hear him on USA Radio Network. Also, he's got the great talk show Chuck Morris Speaks, and he's with us. Each and every Thursday around this time here on the Lord famous this cheeky chap, he's got some great books out there, and we'll talk about those in a little bit. Now, you um, recently um, pinned a topic: um, we all eat chicken. Tell me a little bit about this. This is fantastic, my friend. Thank you, James. So, I'm
2: taking a look at um, religion in general, and um, I'm taking, at, you know, sort of my Christmas message, really. And the ten citizens really have things in common, and uh, and where there are differences, with the hope that there could possibly be some sort of a reconciliation. I mean, it's a kind of a it's a play on words. It's a joke from the Simpsons episode when um, Homer Simpson goes to Jerusalem and he gets uh, what's called Jerusalem syndrome. He suddenly feels that he's here to bring about world peace and create one real world religion. I'm not advocating that. But I do think that there are certain common denominators that exist between Jews and Christians, and even like that uh, that we to emphasize, especially in these times, when we have uh, we have a break of, break of religious war. Um, I, I mentioned uh, similarities uh, that we all believe in one God. We all believe in the Torah, which is uh, the revelation of Sinai. All three religions do. The problem with Islam, however, is that uh, you look at the first half of the Quran. Muhammad does recognize uh, the Torah. He does recognize the right of the Jewish people to have sovereignty in Israel in the same way that Christians do, as a, as a sort of a footstool toward the coming of the Messiah. But then what happens is that uh, when when Muhammad is rejected by Jewish tribes in uh, in Medina, who refuse who to um, convert, and they, I think they probably betray him he becomes angry and he turns on them and he slaughters them all. And he becomes a military leader and eventually, toward the end of his life, he controls the entire Arabian Peninsula and becomes a dictator of a physical empire. So the second part of the Qur'an reflects those views, and there are views which he calls for the complete eradication and slaughter of all Jews and of all Christians. Now I would suggest, and there are many Islamic scholars that say the same, that those horrible statements, which are the most viciously anti-Semitic and anti-Christian ever written, they do not apply to Christians and Jews today. They apply to those specific tribes in Arabia at that specific time, and that those people no longer exist. It's sort of like the admonition in the Torah against the Amalekites. God commands Moses to wipe out the Amalekites. Well, there are no Amalekites in existence today. What is it is is it becomes a spiritual message that God is telling us to eradicate within our own lives that which is wrong. It's uh, or to at least uh, you know, try to walk the right path and to get away from these evil, evil tendencies that exist in all of us. And I think that if Islam can view the Quran in that context and be true to the recognition by Muhammad that. Uh, that if people of the book should take possession of that tiny little attractive land as a way to set the stage for the coming of the Messianic Age, then, uh, then we will have an improvement in, in religious relations. Because basically, when it comes down to it, I do think, and I do believe, that Islam does believe in the same God that we as Christians and Jews believe in, and that uh, they have just gone seriously astray. Been radicalized, and I think that part of the influence with regard to that radicalization, frankly, has been the modern communist
1: movement. But that's a whole different topic. <laughs> Chuck Morris with us today here on the broadcast. Looking forward to having Chuck on a regular basis. Uh, um, we're also, I'm, I'm going to see, uh, I, I'm, and well, I guess we'll do this on the air. Um, check your schedule, Chuck, for next week. And let me know if Wednesday about 4 Central, 5 Eastern um, would work for you because I would love to have you on to talk about this topic on Wednesday, um, a day ahead of your regular segment um, here on the program. You can, you can email me and let me know if, if that will work with your schedule. Before we let you go, Chuck, um, tell us a little bit about the radio show and what you've got coming up on it so people can tune in and check that out, my friend.
2: Thank you very much, James. The uh, program is the USA Radio Network. I'm on Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Really Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can also check out my books, which are available on Amazon or Amazon Kindle. Just go ahead and put my name in the survey. That's in Chuck Morse, like Morse code, M-O-R-S-E, and you'll see about 15 books come up. Uh, these are all nonfiction.
1: Most of them are available as ebooks. books Good stuff. Well, Chuck, I appreciate you being with us, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Have yourself a good rest of the week. Thank you, James. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Talk to you later, Chuck. Chuck Mills is today. We're going to take a timeout here, and uh, when we come back, it's a fast and furious. Hour number three. We're going to talk to Bill Straub here in just a few moments.